Welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset, Scotland's number one health, fitness and entertainment podcast. So today is a is a really deep mindset chat on probably the struggles that we can all face as men, as women, as as human beings. But um, this this first half of the episode is is all about being vulnerable and kind of communicating communicating some points that we might need to open up about. Uh, whether it's in yourself and your friends groups and all that sort of stuff. Um, the back half of the episode, we're actually talking about James went to the Sheffield powerlifting competition. What's it called? Uh, it just SPD Sheffield. Aye, so it's genuinely just called that. So it has lit a spark underneath his arse to yeah. get on that stage and start lifting heavy ass weight. So we like talk that. about that whole experience and what that was like. We then come on to comparing aesthetics v's strength training v's CrossFit, and we start naming all the camps of people who end up training this way. That's <laughs> that's quite that's quite fun, quite engaging. Um, before we get into today's episode, we have a free Facebook group that you can join. Uh, the link for that is going to be in the description below. We go live in there every single Thursday answering you guys' question. Right, I just want to say something before we go any further. I just want to say to everyone who's listened to the podcast for however long, if you're a new listener, if you've been a listener for a while, I don't really think, we, we. I think we sometimes say this as a touch and go, like, thanks for listening yeah. and all that, but man... We truly appreciate every single person who has tuned in over the last whatever it is. Um, 157 episodes. Aye, by this point, it's, it's truly amazing. Uh, for myself, it's truly changed my life. Never ever thought people would listen so much. And I know it's changed deals as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just want to say thank you so much to everyone who's tuned in, who everyone who has left a five-star review, everyone who's watching on YouTube, everyone who's subscribed. It really means the world to us and I know going forward we are going to absolutely kill it. We're going to bring you more quality content. But I just wanted to say genuinely thank you so, so much for everything. It absolutely. means the world. We love you. We love you lots. So I think that's a nice way to end the intro. Yep. Enjoy today's episode. How to prepare an athlete. It's like when I first started, it's like I go someday for the Olympics. I was like, what? <laughs> Then like, you forget all these people have been going to university and college and all that for years before they become PTs. Do you know that way? <coughs> right, one of his first clients was an Olympic athlete. Imagine. <laughs> Do you know what I'd I mean? feel pretty bad ass though, wouldn't it? I know I was watching him because he got loads of books behind him. I was like, you know what, man? Like, because you were you sent Sean's hangover, and that's who coaches Sean. Coach that's him. how I found him. And he's not got a lot of followers. He's not got a lot of like massively content on his stories. Aye. But Australian strength coach goes to him for knowledge. Sean McEnroy or whatever how you say his name. Sean Sonny Webster. They they'll all go to him for like specific stuff. Aye, he's a big dog in Australia. Then Aye. what's his name? Tony Butaji. <laughs> Tony Butaji. Butaji. Because I remember I seen that you when you signed up to it, I went on his page and I was like. Doesn't look like much on the no, outside, I know, but he, this is where social media, it's like, he's, it's he's, crazy, there's so many sharks and fucking absolute, like, beasts in terms of business, programming, coaches from that old school generation, because they're shit at social media. Aye, aye. No, no, <laughs> that's what it is. So he was like, Sean's been training a coach for like 20 years, training for 20 years, and he says, he's the only person I'd go to. And I go, I used to go on his page and go, that's mad, that's mad. Then I'd hear him talking. I go, and then I'd watch how he trains people. How he carries himself and that, yeah. Aye, and I'd like he was quite—he's quite a skinny guy, but then he, his passion's cycling. 
you know what I mean? And I was like, right, it makes sense. Shape patch. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's like, I'm a cyclist. He's like, I love cycling, but I love everything else that goes along with it. Mm. And uh, it was just, it, the, the course has just gone into how you would train beginners and immediates and advanced. What assessments you do with them, and then what exercises you give them, and what conditioning you do with them mm. before you even start normal training. I've got uh, Dr. Jordan Shallow's training tomorrow night. Have you? I'm not staying up for it though. It's like 4 p.m. Eastern. 4 in the morning. It was 4 p.m. Eastern. I have no idea. I think it might be like. But is he Eastern as well? Well, they'll be. No. You Western? No, I'm sure it's Eastern. Uh, can't remember. It's normally like midnight though for us. Mm. Do you think there's any of these guys in the UK? Probably. It's weird, isn't it? We always gravitate towards a Somebody exotic else. accent. Somebody <laughs> else, man. Oh, Australian. Mm, he knows. He sounds good. I, I don't know why. that. So the book I'm reading, it's Australian. Is it? In your book. It's all today with people in Australia. Mm. They, they've got a massive sporting community. Aye, it's I don't huge. know why. No, it's massive. Aye. I remember Gavin talking about it. It's huge, mate. Like, they love <clears> sport way more than we do. I kind of would love to do a wee stint out there. Aye, like a sports... Aye, no. Like just go out for a, a month or something like that. Yeah, but that's where Eugene... Where's Eugene Tail? He is... Where is he actually? I thought he was in Australia as well now. No, he, he moved away from Australia, but he'd done his seminars and he'd, he'd done a bunch of... That's what he'd done in Australia. Australia. Aye. I don't know where he is actually now. Can't remember. I don't know, I don't know, but... Like, <laughs> that, that's where... So, like, if, he was, if that Tony was better at selling, then he probably could sell more. But I'm on his course and he's speaking for like an hour and 47 minutes and he's no missing a beat. <laughs> See, you know that way? He's engaged. I bet he's just, like these people just know exactly what they're talking about. He's also what, 50 years old, 60 Aye, years old? They've been doing it for so fucking long. Aye. I'm excited to get to that age in a way. Aye. Like imagine doing the same craft for that Mate, long. You'll be so, so, so fucking good at it. Uh. As long as you're consistently going, I need to get better. Aye, I need just, to get better. Uh, Kaizen. One percent better. One percent better. I think I'm going to get them scrubbed up <laughs> after the last couple of weeks. How's the fuck? How's the one percent better every day getting? Do you know what? If I actually sit and go, you know what? I have got one percent better every day. <laughs> right. But I've been battling some demons. <laughs> been tested. Uh, I've been tested. The Japanese gods have been upon you. Yeah. Mate, <laughs> go to a man. It's when. Aye. What if? Do I try and get one percent better? Aye. Let me throw this curveball <laughs> at you. Aye. Uh, How's your mental health? Oh, is it good? All oh, right, okay. <laughs> is life good? Boom, something when you're nine years old. <laughs> so mad, mate. So mad. Um, doing okay though. What's better. that? You doing better now? Doing better. Cried for six days straight. <laughs> Cried this morning as well. I was like, I was like, I feel good. Feel good. Got to the shower. Had a wee tear. I was like, right, cool, cool. And then I was driving here. And I was like, I was just thinking of some of the things my clients were saying to me, and I was like. <laughs> Started honestly balling again I was like Whoa 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 What the fuck Maybe you need to jump on TRD <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my estrogen sign mate Estrogen levels are through the roof In the last two weeks I've lost two kilo Have you? Mm -hmm. Have you? Aye wow. I've not really ate much In the last like five days Like I've ate No like And it's These things happen and They're all here to teach you a lesson And Speed bumps Speed bumps And the thing is My life's good My life's good And the things are like if I've seen a client in person this week, they were like, what's wrong with you? Right, and I'm like, just not all right. I'm like, I'll, I'll get through it. I'll get through it. But I'm not all right. But I'm here. If you like, I'm going to struggle to motivate you. <laughs> but if you need help with like any tips or hang me, then I'll be there. <laughs> but I'm like, the actual motivation, I was, I was actually stunned. I was like, I'm actual burst. I'd say I'd insomnia for about 11 days straight. 
Aye. Aye. Like, if I would struggle to fall asleep, and then I would wake up, go for a piss, and then no fall back asleep. If that was half two in the morning, then that'd be me up. If it's four in the morning, that'd be me up. If it's five in the morning, that'd be me up. Whenever I got for a pee, I was awake. Mm. And then that just like snowballed into a point where I was like, I'm not all right. It's crazy though, I can sleep, what that can do to you. Oh man. <clears throat> I, I, I'm actually surprised how, and I did want to say this because I was thinking, I was like, right, how can I use my situation to help others? And I actually think the support system, getting a good support system in place, I wouldn't. I would still be in that if I didn't have a good support system. That's what, like, if I look at it, like, I'd say Wednesday last week is the first day I cried. Why is that Wednesday? Aye, because Monday day. Do you want to talk about like what, why, like the feeling of not being good enough, or do you want to just kind of leave it at that? No, I'll, I'll, I'll speak with the thing that would help people. I think so. I just for right. people listening. So, that. Um, for the last year, what a journey! Like fucking. Mate, what Mate, it's recorded 156 <laughs> episodes Mate, What a fucking journey I don't really know how I can't even mind how open about it we were uh, I, think, I think you've spoke about it Aye I think the, the deepest we went into it was um, I guess it was before it all happened mm. Before you were feeling like shit Obviously aye. Just going through Drinking drugs All that sort of stuff aye, And aye. escape from reality that you were having So True, true, that, true When you think about it That's been a majority of your life Mm-hmm like of your independent adulthood, aye, aye. and this is what I was saying to you. Like, what? So it's only been twelve months that you've been right. I'm back. I'm I know that I'm back. Twelve months of, yeah. I'm working on myself. Aye, 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 but it's not going to outweigh six years of drugs, <laughs> drink, alcohol, but back, escape for for whatever. Aye, aye. No, I, I absolutely is not. You're right. Like one hundred percent, and you wish it was. And I think that's. A problem with growth and self-development People go, right, I've been doing this for three months I don't feel There's still things happening Where's my reward? I, I know it's got to be sheer delayed gratification But I actually started about three weeks ago And I was speaking to someone And I was like This isn't really what I want But this, they're a nice person It's so strange I was like Right, before I would keep it going and I was like, I can't do that. And it made me feel a bit shite. I was like, don't I speak to you anymore? Like, I was like, right, I actually need to just, I'm starting to feel really underconfident. I'm starting to feel in my body. I'm like, whoa, man. Like, I, I'm looking at myself, I'm going, I'm not really happy with my body. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm, I'm pr- I was pretty happy with my, with my business at this point. And then I was feeling just underconfident. And that's not like me. Now, like, re- like looking at things, I didn't actually realise how your subconscious has such a fucking massive impact on your life. I was the same to you, like... So your subconscious is, like, your real feelings. Mm. Your conscious feeling is, like, I'm nervous, I'm going to date anyway. Mm. I don't feel good, I'm going to date anyway. That's your consciousness going, right, we'll date whatever. But if your consciousness is always bringing you down, bringing you down, then you need to fix it. Your self-consciousness, I mean... Aye. Aye, the deeper, the, the deeper, deeper level, the, the, the feeling yeah. that you don't, you're not in controlling, mm-hmm. and um, I basically asked him to do it, and everything came back, and it was like, I'm not good enough. I'm not. It wasn't even just with him. It was like, as I said, Aye, I was got to see, I was got to see my sister, and I was like, will she even want to see me today? 
I'm going, what the fuck? What am I even thinking about? <laughs> and then I was coming to see you and like Jillian and that. I was like, will they even like, what will they think of me when I'm there, when I'm not feeling good? Because like, this was like, th- this was the third day barely sleeping. And I was like, I'm not going. I was like, no, no, you can't. Because that's what I would do every single time. Like, you know me, like, you, you are, you're the one that's always no well. Probably wasn't it that? It was I know, no, I know. That it was probably the fear of what everybody else thought of me when I wasn't 100%. Because I had to be 100%. I had to be working at top tier or people wouldn't like me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know where that exactly comes from, like that part. I need to figure it out at one point. I wonder if it's because you used to be quiet. Remember, like, I've, I've trained some people who... The same year as you in high school, and the first thing they said to me is like, "I can't believe that's James. Aye. James wasn't like that in high school." Um, and I've only ever known you as the person that Aye. I met uh, just over a year ago. So I wonder if it's a bit of that that you think you'll go back to those old ways. Yeah, because obviously the quiet, timid version of you is is probably struggling a wee bit more in that aye, in that aye, sense. Aye, so you aye, feel aye. like that has to you have to be a hundred. This aye, is aye. this is what I was saying to you, and I think a lot of people can take this away because. You feel like you're putting on a front, and it's not a front. This is what I was saying to you. No. Like, you showing up to... You coming in here, I don't expect you to be 100% all the time. Just like I wouldn't be 100%. I percent like should be. I know. But that's just... I think that's just human human nature. Like, that's the... Mm. I think a lot of people can... There's probably a lot of people struggling the same. Like, the good thing about jobs and workplaces... This is a hard thing with being self-employed. And actually, forget this. Like, I could go... Me and Jillian could have a big blowout argument you can, and, you can still have it, work. and you go to work and you, and you put on a front in a way you like, you, you're not going to tell people at work what's happening, it's no. it's not their business or whatever, but you get back into the swing of things and it sort of, it does, it suppresses that feeling aye, aye. and it's weird that you go into that cycle, but being self-employed you can easily just go, I'm not doing it, I'm not going to work today aye. and I'm going to go deeper into this fucking oh. hole of no feeling good enough, um, not being good enough, when in reality it's that just... I say to you, it's that self sabotage that sits deep within you of, of like people pleasing. If I'm, I think it is, I think it is just trying oh, to th- think you need to be a certain person, but you don't. Like you are you. Ah, yeah, so yeah. when you show up at 100%, that's you. But when you show up at, I don't know, 10%, that's also you. That's human beings. No, no, that's that's human, nat- human nature. 100%. And I just say to myself, like, I need to do this because my mind's telling me no. I was like, I can't listen to my mind. Mm. It's like, it's telling me, don't go to any of these things. Uh, don't do it, because you're going to be embarrassed. That's what my, my, my mind was telling me. And I, you're going to embarrass yourself? Or? Aye, aye, aye. I was like, you're going to embarrass yourself. Like, you're going to, like, people are going to laugh at you, you know, this. And I actually know where that comes from in a different respect. Aye. Um, and I was like, right, cool. So, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'd done everything that I said I was going to do. I was fucking burnt out Monday. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucked. <laughs> like... And then I was like, right, I'm going to get a good sleep Monday night. And I didn't. I was like, what the fuck's actually rang, man? I'm like, what the fuck is actually rang? Wednesday I wake up, I'm like, bubbling in my bed. I'm like, right, get, get up and go, mate. So I got up and go, mate. Thursday I wake up and I'm severely bubbling in my bed. And I'm like, I don't actually think I can get up and go, mate. But I did. What are you crying about? So at this point, it was like, low self-esteem, low confidence at this point. Uh, like just like I'm just low man I'm just like I don't feel good like I feel shite I feel ugly I feel just everything I just feel my confidence is down in every single part and I'm like right the, that lack of sleep is getting in <laughs> so Friday morning 
I'm going out again. Half ten, so it's quite early, but I've got a client before, so I need to be up early. Doesn't matter anyway, because I fell asleep about 12 and I got up at 2. That's my house, I've been up since Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so I wake up, <clears throat> and I go for a piss, and I'm looking everywhere, and I'm like, I am no alright. <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm no alright, I've tried to fight it, like all this. And then, to be fair, and I, I, I always used to think, and I've told you before, and now I can go, it's just a state of mind, it's no... Like fact or fiction, mm. but I was like, I want to die. Do you know that way? I was like, fuck, man. I was like, oh no. I the feelings too much. Aye, I was like half two in the morning. I'm like, he's coming back because I'd say to somebody on the Saturday before I'd like came to Jillian's. I was like, I can feel it come back. I was like, I don't, I don't know how to stop this feeling. I was like, what? I don't know what's happening. I was like, I can't control this. I was like, I'm no, I, I'm not in control. Yeah, and then. I just burst into tears and I was like, like I could feel, I knew, I knew where I was back to. I was crying for like two and a half hours straight. Like, fuck, I am no good enough. I'm no good enough. I'm no good enough. I was like, fuck. It's like, no, man. And then I messaged my mate five in the morning and everything over the weekend happened exactly how it was meant to happen. I feel now because it was pure, strange things happened. So, like what? what like Message five in the morning. He replies. Right. I'm like, what? <laughs> so how is he replying this time in the morning? I'm like, because I, I I needed that. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know where I'm. Like I'm so underslept. <laughs> I am so fucked. Delirious. I'm delirious, mate. I'm pure delirious. I'm no even me. I'm no me. And then he's like, like you've got this. And it was like, it wasn't he saying anything major. It was like a day, a day, a day. A day. I was like, I, I'm going to go to such and such. I was like, I don't want to. He's like, that's why you need to. Mm. I'm like, with your days, like you told, said in the podcast all day, honesty is the best policy. I'm like, you're right. Just need that. I was like, I would never be honest about something like this before. Yeah. I would always hide who I was. Or I would, like, say it, but in a runabout way. And, like, underplay it or, like, never be honest with the people running about me. And uh, I go and train my client. And uh, she's a wee bit late, and I'm still in there, and I'm like, ah, I need some stimulation to keep me awake here, <laughs> you know that way. <laughs> so she comes in late, and she's like, I've had a shite all week. She's like, I've been struggling. I was like, put it there. <laughs> so we have a chat, and she's like, you, you, you'll be all right. I was like, no, I will be all right. And then I go home. I was like, right. I was driving him. I was like, I'm gonna be sick. So I stopped the motor, and I, I, I've got my head out the motor, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, um, what the fuck is actually happening? I was. Wasn't he sick? But I was very, very close. Mm. And I was just like, I'd go to him, slide my couch, text my sister. I was like, I'm no all right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, I'm telling everybody. I'm like, and she's like, give a phone. So I phone her. I was like, just this this overwhelming feeling of everything is just like hitting me. I was like, I need to go to this person. I was like, I don't really want to. But I was like, if I don't, then I'm just solidifying. It's just going to get worse. I'm just solidifying my thoughts that are right. Like, you are right. Like you do not deserve MD's um, time. MD's time when it, no matter how you feel, you need to be hundred percent. That's what my, I was. I knew that. I was like, if I don't do this, then I'm just gonna no go to things all the time again, like I did. I said this is the one time in my life when I can change everything. Yeah. And I went. <clears throat> it was fine. I was broken. I had the two coffees before I went. My eyes were actually hurting. <laughs> 
I was like, actually, can I keep my eyes open? Go to him. And uh, I messaged Laura. And I was like, I, I can't even mean I said something in a bit way. She could, I didn't say I wasn't all right. <laughs> but she was like, you do want a phone call? I was like, aye. <laughs> I was on the phone for her, an hour and 40 minutes to her. And she was just like, look, at like, your, your fucking sound. Like, she was like, and then she was telling me about her situation and uh, how well she's doing. I was like, just tell me about you, man. I was like, just talk to me. And she spoke to me for ages and ages about her. And she was just telling me loads of things. I was like, this is so fucking good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I fucking needed this. Yeah. And then, I, she was, it was so fucking mad because we've got a podcast, right? And I'd convinced myself that, why would MD want to listen to me talk? Why? And I was looking and I was like, <laughs> I was like, fucking hell man, loads of people have been tuning in for years. And I was like, I obviously spoke, spoke to a couple of clients of how I was feeling because in the Wednesday I'd went into the gym and I'd seen a client and she was like, how are you feeling? I was like, I'm low. I was like, but I'll be alright, I'm going to train. I was like, and I'll be fine. She's like, this isn't like you. She's like, I've seen you in bad ways. I've actually seen you fucking tearing up. But I've never seen you so quiet. Mm. And I was like, I don't know. And I, I was like, I'll be fine. And she messaged me. She was messaging me as well. She's like, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm all right. I'm all right. Like, I know I'll be fine. And Laura was like, look, you coming into my life was a fucking amazing thing. Mm. I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, why are you... What are you talking about? Slevern. <laughs> and she was like, me meeting you, like, like, you've fucking made a massive impact in my life. And I was like, right. I was like, I know I need to start believing, like, as soon as possible. And then, like, Good looking enough. at my clients and then what they're saying to me and, like, how many people we've got listening to podcasts. Well, even no, as we were speaking about yesterday, no pushing it. It's, we could be way pushing this more. Yeah, yeah. We could be, we could, and we're already got that. Like, that's the base. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, I'll actually read it out because this was what made me cry in the way here. So I was just like, right, I'm going to have a wee swatch, see what's happening. And um, so, I'd love for this message to start like, James McGinty, you're the strongest, most powerful, <laughs> handsome man that I know. So it's funny because in the Wednesday, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm rough. And she's like, you don't look rough, you look really good. I was like... That's made me feel a bit better, I must say. <laughs> more compliments, please. More <laughs> I was compliments. like, I need some compliments. Um, I was just saying how, like, the feeling of guilt in that was, like, it was destroying me. And I was just said to her, like, I woke up early. I was greeting for ages. I said, I've no cry like that. And, and I said, like, probably something I needed. And uh, she was like, sounds like it's something you need to go through. And she was like, you're definitely strong enough to deal with that, mister. It's more therapeutic for the soul to cry that shout and be done with it when you need to. And it is more than okay to break down. We just don't live there. We get our asses up and move forward. I've taught her well. And this is somebody who I've helped so many times. And it just shows you when you help somebody, you get it back at one point. Uh, returns, uh, returns you get for it sure. Like, everybody I spoke to at the weekend, like, when we made that chat yesterday, I was like, I don't know how I think if I've ever broke down about something, every single person supported me the way they have that yeah. weekend there. I think that's like the... So we'll not speak about it on this, but what you were saying yesterday that in the past when the you felt lower, the breakdown's been there, there's been more people pushing away. Pushing that away or no or I don't know. I don't know what you would have been looking for at that time in your life, but 
people haven't been there for you. And that's yeah. that's what I was saying to you like yesterday, I think. It's mad, it's mad and it's weird because we didn't plan to open up about this on the podcast, but I think a lot I think this is really when you get down into the deeps of mental health and right. that if everybody's got their own challenges and that and what's on the outside doesn't actually reflect sometimes what's what's happening on the inside. But no. you uh it's good it's good that that's a very true point of reinforcing the mental lives of that you have changed yeah, through yeah. health and fitness, through simple things. Stupid wee entertainment, silly jokes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. through X, Y, and Z. There's there's hundreds of things. So it's, uh, I said to you yesterday, like there's no like you never never need to feel alone. No. This goes for anybody listening as well, I man. Know. Like you're Big time. it's it's hard and sometimes a podcast can be an outlet for that. Obviously us podcasting is is one form in it, but we were speaking about like how what was your outlet back in the day and you would you wouldn't feel confident enough to speak to because the relationship with your mum and dad, with your sister, with your friends, because it wasn't who you were, so you would go to this ulterior motive, like, or this search for a Huberman podcast for someone else that kind of took you at reality a wee bit, aye, and that, aye, became aye. Your, that became your escape, but aye. you've got good people in your life, aye. like, even even the friendships that you've got, I know we're obviously in a newer friendship, but some of your, like, your older friends and that, like, that's, that's part of growing up. Aye. Sometimes... Unfortunately, when you grow up, those those long friendships can disappear. But there's there's good people in your life, mate. No, one hundred percent. Like one hundred percent, and I'm not the only person that struggles. No, do you know what I mean? No, no. And I think that's why you see a lot of people like lose it because they they don't have anybody like that. Do you know what I mean? I am lucky that I'm a stubborn bastard. So I was thinking, I was like, I am one stubborn cunt. Because if I wasn't stubborn, I wouldn't get through this. Because yeah. I would let I, I, you would it, it would it would defeat you. Do you know that way? And then, how, how do you think you would defeat some people though? What? How do you think you would defeat some people? Because it's so overwhelming. No, no. Like, what would the defeat look like? You would just whatever your mind tells you, you do. Right. Do you know that way? You would like if it says don't go, you would nigger. If it says. Don't be friends with that person. Or, like, your mind will tell you that, that person's been no nice to you. And it could just be you're going through a tough time. And I think that's, you've just gone through a tough time and you've took it the wrong way. Do you know what I mean? Like, somebody could be there for you and you're just not agreeing with what they're saying. And you went, I don't really want that person in my life. People fought people all the time because of their own insecurity. And I said to you, the main reason... And I won't say it because we'll never know if she listens to the podcast. I would never want her to hear what I've been saying. But um, I know why I feel so worthless to a point where I, I don't want to be here. And I know the point it was. And I know why that person was doing that now. Mm-hmm. And I don't, there's no hate towards it. <clears throat> and I know that it was all them and no me. And that's the same if people are in that dark space. They become a no-nice person. If MD's no-nice now, I go, wow, man, like, you're going through such a hard time. Yeah. Do you know that way? And if you feel like you're not a nice person, then it probably is because there's something... Uh, you're, you're, um, you're not dealing with something. Aye. And even if you're a nice person, you could be dealing with the fucking maddest shit on the planet. But if you're not a nice person, then you're definitely struggling. Yeah. And Time, Time's the ultimate healer. 
you need to you need to process it. You can't be. I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I was in your situations. I can't. For me, I'm the type of person to go more quiet than actual seek re- reaching out. I was listening to a podcast like on the way back for the weekend, eh, the the couple of days that we were away, and they were talking about meditation and the power of meditation because people don't sit alone with their thoughts. Now I'm actually more the other side, so people are uncomfortable to sit alone. I think you swing more to that side. But uncomfortable sit alone. It's uncomfortable for you to be alone because you're then hit with those feelings. Yeah. And it, I was saying to you yesterday, like what you've had, I don't know, let's just say 12 months of really taking action, working on yourself, slipping up, coming back to it, however you want to look at that. Aye. And the majority of that has been great. And Aye. You, you break it down and it's what, seven days of, of maybe 11 well I, I, but it's not the whole 11 that's what i was saying to you yesterday like you came in last monday and recorded the podcast and the I, value that you were given the honesty that you were given no I but know. it wasn't that wasn't a show that was you going here i've got a duty to train I, clients and you trained clients last I, week you've done all this stuff so I know, I know. but what you look at is you look back and go i felt like shit because i was crying on wednesday and i wasn't good because i was crying on thursday mm. but you forget that Whoever came into you on Tuesday was really struggling, and you were there for them. Yeah, you yeah, you yeah. don't see the good. You always are like you're always pulled towards. I'm not good enough because you've that's just normal for you now. Ah, yeah, yeah. And that's a fucking good normal. Like, cause <laughs> yeah, normal yeah, yeah. for you before was just go out the weekends and I drink and I do I this know, no, I know. and I just show up to my job that I'm not feeling great in and don't have a purpose in. So that's the thing. Like they just become normal feelings. That's a good normal. Like that's no, that is that's a better normal. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Uh, it's it's like growth is so hard because in the moments you're like I'm not growing but that's like that is the growth (laughs) it's like like going through that is the growth uh, like getting through that I would have when I've ever felt like that before I would have turned to something could have been anything do you know I was listening to music a little bit more and I could feel it but that like that's not it could have been worse Mm-hmm. But I was listening to music like consistently to take my mind off it, and then it got to a point where music burnt me because I was like, I've listened to too much music, and then see when I stopped listening to music, that's Feelings. when everything hit me. Do you know that way? I actually said to my clients, I've listened to music a lot this week. That was like last Saturday, and she was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I've just been listening to a lot of music." Aye, so that and that's the point I'm trying to make with the the loneliness, the quietness, mm-hmm. like you're it's boring because you're then looking about. There's only so much you can look at in a room. Yeah. And then you start thinking. And then when you think, feelings come up and you're like, where the fuck is that coming from? Aye. And then that feeling is attached with a shitty memory. And then it becomes, in this case, it, it feels like your identity. Because mm-hmm. you, you're you not thinking about the good and all that sort of stuff. No. And then, like, we can go straight on it because we'll speak about the powerlifting and that. So, Friday, burnt out, phone Laura, blah, blah, blah. I sat in it and I was like, that was the hardest thing I've ever done this year. That that day, Friday, hardest thing I've ever done. Like, you done your ice baths? Did you? Did it? Did you? Every day, mate. Every, like, because I made... See, like, there's, there's the adapt, like, that's you adapting. The ice bath is the hardest thing in anyone's life. And you're like, speaking about my feelings is my hardest thing. Like, that's, it flips, the table does turn. Aye, but... I would say like You know what See ice baths See if you are 
no feeling one hundred percent, and you don't do really anything else. Jump in that, get them done. Get them done, <laughs> because you know you can do hard things. And like I went out, and I was like, I am gonna embarrass myself here, or no embarrass myself, but I knew for a fact that I'm not met this person much. This person is gonna see the deeps and depths of me. I being vulnerable. I'm got like I think this is um this is your. Like we've done an episode on masculinity, right? For guys to cry, open up about their feelings, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm, obviously I'm in a longer, long-term relationship and that, but as a single man, do you feel there's more pressure to not do that? Oh, I have 100%. Yeah. I was like, man. <laughs> this is Nick. <laughs> this, no, it was a Nick. It was a Nick, 100%. But I was like, I need to do it. Uh, I don't know. Something was just going, whatever, whatever. Whatever happens, happens. But I know for a fact that it isn't going to go the way it's meant to go. Mm. Or not the way it's meant to go, the way that when you fucking get to go. And I was like, but it's an experience. Genuinely, when it finished, I said, because uh, it, it, was, it was a long time, I was like, that was the hardest thing I've ever done. Because I've just showed someone the real me. And the lowest point. And the lowest point, like, being suicidal that morning, being crying for hours, nearly spewed in the car. Do you know what I mean? I'd like, didn't want to go. I'd phoned somebody for an hour before I left. I was like, I don't want to do this. And I think like ice baths and working for yourself and doing things like that build you up to a point like that. And it's it, reps. And it's reps. Reps for resilience. And it's so fucking strange how something like that, I left and I was like, whew. <laughs> <laughs> like was, a big jobby. <laughs> I was like, I can do anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't have any fear going forward talking to MD about anything. Like, I've just, fortunately, unloaded, right? Like, <laughs> everything that I would tell to you and maybe Andy. And then, see, when I met Osama, I was like, I can tell him this. Because that's the real me. Do you know what I mean? And then, but he'll also get the bouncy me, blah, 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 blah. And you get the bouncy me, blah, 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 blah. But I can also be that if I need it. And it'll get my system quicker and then I can move on. Yeah, yeah. Whereas before it like you sit there in your feelings, especially as a guy, all guys don't know how to talk. They don't know how to talk. And they can be this macho, macho man for so so long. And then they will crumble and their relationship will die. Mm. That's how so many relationships die. Because the, you start off being like we mean Brian were speaking about it. You start off being no fake you, but it's <clears> no the hundred percent real you. You're Building your, your your adrenaline's keep me going for a wee while. You know what I mean? You're like, this is me, this is me, this is me. And then it comes to a point where I you build trust and then you tell them the real you. Or you still hold it back a bit and then it comes out in other ways. Because yeah. you get a wee bit angry, you get a wee bit anxious and you start doing things you probably shouldn't do. And then it does break people's relationships then. Because that's how people like a year, two years into a relationship break down. Yeah, it's like communication. Aye. And man... I'd say Andy, just like because my mate got pied as well, and uh, I he's like I was like you gotta keep dating. He's like no. I was like I think you should, just because you need to go through it. Mm. Like because you gotta bring up something new, bring up something new. As long as you get into it with the right fucking, you're like I'm I'm here to to build for the future me. Yeah, do you know that way? And then went to powerlifting on the Saturday. Slept all right. I knew I needed to drive quite far. 
and drove five hours there. Sam, my man, your fucking directions are horrendous. <laughs> He was pissing me off. <laughs> I didn't tell him that, right? And this is how I know I'm so much more emotionally intelligent. I was like, give me the phone. So I was like, right, cool. I was driving a bit and I didn't get annoyed at him, but I wanted to. He <laughs> wanted to scream. I wanted to go, what the fuck are you fucking doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, mate, what the fuck is, as you bit slow and he's like, oh, fuck, you should have went in there. I was like, mate, I've been driving for five hours now. Where the fuck am I going? <laughs> I just wanted you to stop, but you couldn't even make Sheffield uh, just yeah. a mad place uh, for driving. No, it's, no, it's like driving a bit in town. So we stopped and I was like, oh, I'm bust. And we go in to Sheffield and it's just hundreds of guys that go to the gym, hundreds of lasses that go to the gym. And I'm like, I'm not alright. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, right, what? he was taking videos and that. And I was like, mate, I just want to go for a piss and sit down. <laughs> you know what I mean? I started having a panic panic attack. Did you? It was so busy and it was like so many people and there was a guy sitting next to me and I would usually speak to people next to me. My heart was pumping, maybe a hundred beats per minute. I didn't have my watch on, so I don't know. My heart's pumping. And I'm like, what a game. <laughs> I'm like, this is another fucking resilient moment because the last <laughs> day I've built more resilience. And uh, it starts and I'm like, I miss this. I was like, I tell you, it's almost takes your mind off. No, but you're watching something. But I was like, why have I never done this? Mm. Like, why have I never been to something this? Why have I waited so fucking long to be doing this? Mm. I was like, man, we spoke about it for ages and ages and ages, and it took me a year and a half to go to a powerlifting competition. And like, mate, powerlifting competitions, there's no sexism. Same cheers for like, you get a wee bit more hype for the guys, as I said. Oh no, I said to Sam, the hype for the guys is a little bit more because they're lifting a little bit more. But, mate, girls are coming out to smash world records and everybody in that place is like, let's fucking go. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter whether you're a girl, whether you're a guy, they're all there to support the other people. And that's what I felt straight away. I was like, fuck man, everybody's just so supportive here. Doesn't matter who it is, doesn't matter if it's the lightest lifter, obviously the heaviest lifter, right? There, everybody's that little bit more. Because it's like, uh, it's, it's the, the world spectacle, right? Aye. It is the heaviest in the fucking world. There is no other person lifting more weight than that man. Aye, than that man. So, but for everybody else, it's like, everybody's standing, everybody's shouting. It's like, wow, man, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, was there only lifting weights? Do you know that yeah. way? Something done. Aye. And the buzz was unbelievable. And some of the squats, I was like, fucking hell, man, that was amazing. What was the world record woman? Was that a world record, that woman that squatting a, 300? No woman has ever squatted 300 kilos. My God. <laughs> yeah, I can't even, can't even deadlift 300 <laughs> kilos. <laughs> That's insane. That's that awesome, though. That is insane. That was when I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And then, obviously, Jesus hit the men's world record for, like, a raw squat. I was like, what the fuck, man? What did he hit for? Four, seven, nine. <laughs> It feels like f Monopoly money. <laughs> it's, it's like Monopoly weights. It's it like, is. oh, 479, that's that's pretty impressive. It's like, you need to actually fathom <laughs> mate, the amount people, of weight that's on that bar. Aye. That's insane. Mate, people can't th fathom that. There is no way. And I was like, right. And then Bench came on. And I'm not a big... I, I, bench balls me, mate. Oh, does it? Aye. I was watching it. I was like, ah, this is all right. Like, it was good, it was good. But they started playing hard still. Oh, did they? And I was like, <laughs> here we go. Oh, no, but I got a bit emotional. <laughs> I, I had a weird tear <laughs> to my eye. And I was like, mate, get a fucking grip, man. <laughs> what is happening? I was like, what the Broken. fuck? Broken. 
And then deadlifts came on, mate, and I was like, wow, I love this. I was like, I'm a man. I was, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like a mall watching her daughter right? on stage. Like, <laughs> I was like, man, this is so fucking good watching these people deadlift. <laughs> and then I was like, nah, this is me. Do you know that way? Like, sometimes you suppress who you are and all this push. Like, we need to go to a powerlifting competition. I uh, will go. Like, that one in Clyde That was Bank, obviously the one. That's, that's the main, main event, side. That's the main event. Like, they're all trying to hit world records. They're trying to, like, break the fucking, the peak of um, the human strength. But do you know what way? I don't really know how bodybuilding shows are. I don't know how they are. But I can't imagine the support is the same. Mm. I just can't imagine it being like that for everybody. I think... Uh, whether it was the lightest lifter, whether it was a woman... The support was the same. It'll be good to go to. They they still doing it. What's that thing called? Arnold. They still do Arnold in ah, the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good to go to something like that. I missed out on it one year. Um, I ended up getting tickets and getting them away and stuff like that. But it'd be good to it'd be good to go to something like that. Bodybuilding shows are like the smaller shows. They're still, it's weird. There is a good bit of camaraderie, if that's the right ah, word. Yeah, like yeah. you've you've got everyone's. They are supporting obviously individual people, and you can tell like when somebody comes on stage, you're like, "Fucking hell, that guy is lean as fucking huge!" Aye. Like he's he's winning. So you start like people will support and cheer to whoever like left left right and center. Um, the weird thing when competing in bodybuilding, you think everybody would be dickheads, but see actually backstage initially, you get you try to get a pump and everything like that, and you're looking about and you're like. Man, this is quite intimidating. Aye, aye. And then closer you get to stage, you can tell everyone's nervous. So aye, aye. instinctual you're like, you're me right, starts coming out, like you just start blethering, you're having banter and all that. And that was quite cool. That was quite good. There's some laugh actually backstage, like um like just the guys like saying my, my fucking my dick's hanging out my pants and all that. But they're wearing the wee the wee thongs and all that sort of stuff. So but I don't I'd, I've never been to a powerlifting one, so I genuinely don't know what it would be, but I can imagine powerlifting being hella different to bodybuilding. Ah, it was funny, man. That's what I said to Sama. Full of geeks. <laughs> Is it? Ah, it's full of So we see if you had to categorise everything, right? Let's run through them. So bodybuilders to me would be Drug dealers, aye. like they would be the hard men, like the <laughs> fucking swaggers and all that. Is that how you would see them? Aye, right. Aye, so powerlifting, I think of powerlifting as punk metal guys, <laughs> rock metal, aye. Slipknot, anime, geeky gamers. No, that's exactly what it is. And I was like, you know what? It's not really fully my type of people, to be honest. <laughs> like it's not as hard as not really. I'm no, I'm not that kind of guy. But I actually liked being a part of it just because I knew what it takes to get in that aye. in that state. Aye, and not even that. Like I actually liked how all supportive they were of each other. Mm. Like being that way, I was just like, "This is this is class." I could be a part of this. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I met. I, I was standing out. <clears throat> and I told you the story. That's how low I was. There was a lassie in the queue, right? And she looked at me and smiled, and I was like, "No day." Started eating my food, and then a guy came up and he was chatting. And uh, I was just like, I, I was still so fucking low at this point. And uh, Sam was like, "I James is strong." I was like, "I'm, I'm not really, mate. Like, I'm, I'm no." And he's like, uh, "Like, what's your squat and that?" And he's like, "Ah, that's good." He's like, well, "What do you weigh?" I was like, "About seventy nine kilo." He's like, "That's fucking really good." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Is it? Do you know how I weigh?" Man, in your own wee world. Aye, aye, aye. And he's like, "Aye, mate, that's fucking class." And these are guys who make content like with thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, right? And I was like, they were just chatting to him. And I was like, fuck, man. I was like, I need to, I need to fucking stop this. Mm. I need to stop this right Write now. yourself down. I, no, I need to stop this right now. I was like, I'm competing. That's when, that's when I just, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm competing. I was like, I'm not, I'm not competing to win. I'm competing because as a guy, I need it. Do you know what I mean? I sort of, when I was watching him, I was like, I need to compete. Like, yeah, so I know why you're doing high rocks because it gives you something, something to, to, work to look so. forward to. Do you know what I mean? And it, get, it gives you that little boost of motivation to keep going and do things. And I was like, a random guy who is fucking 100 kilo, built as fuck. And he's like, I squat like 220. He's like, I'm 100 kilo. He's like, yeah, you're strong. I was like, you're right. Aye, like, strength is relative. Never, I, I've not really met many strong people. Mm. Know what I mean? Apart from me. <laughs> 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 no, I, was, I, I said that to you in day one. Like, when you think about like the feat of even doing double your body weight on any lift, Aye. is it's insane. And your deadlift is close to three times your body weight. No, it is. Like, so that is insane. Aye, aye. Like that feat of strength, relative strength. This is this is why I've I've got no. I don't know, I'd like to box off. I see stats like there's only, what is it? How many people can squat uh, deadlift 300 kilo? 4,000 or something. And there's only 4,000 men. I think it's a wee bit more. In the world that can deadlift 300 kilo. Is that with wraps and stuff? No, that's a raw. It's raw, aye, right, right. And when I see that, I'm like, oh, I'd love to be one of the guys. Aye, aye. But in reality, this is what I always bring back to. And I don't know where this fucking level mindset comes from. But it's generally like... Why? Like for me to push that boundary, there is a there's a reward. There's a there's a bigger reward at the end, but there's also a bigger risk profile in terms of how much do I push my body? Do I ramp up the anabolics I'm taking? Do I do I need to sacrifice more training? Do I risk more injuries? Longer time horizon? Am I prepared to shorten that time horizon by achieving something daft like yeah. a three hundred kilo deadlift? So. All that plays through my head with that, my head with that sort of stuff. But what I do like about powerlifting is, so I actually want to talk about this in uh, as a point: aesthetics vs strength, um, bodybuilding, the way that you look, photo shoots, transformation pictures vs weight on the bar, and where you can take your 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 physical pursuit are so different, Aye. but yet they're so they are a wee bit hand in hand. Now, training for aesthetics, I want to talk about, and training for powerlifting of, like, the shelf life. So I'm, I'm diving into a lot of research because my mind was blown reading this. And I, I brought it up in one of the last podcasts that the average person in their lifetime will only... And I say average person, this is someone who's consistently going to the gym. So you're no, you're no average if you're consistently going to the gym. Yeah, yeah. But someone who consistently goes to the gym will add roughly to 30 to 45 pounds of, muscle of lean muscle mass in their lifetime. And that's a lot of muscle mass, dramatically changes your physique. But see, when you think about that for a sec, if you're five to, I don't know, it depends how consistent you mean, five to seven years in your lifting journey, you're not adding much muscle mass after that. You're you're talking like, for me, for me to add a pound of muscle, um, it would be extremely difficult. No matter how consistent I am in the gym, it could, it could be achieved. But I'm maybe looking at 12 weeks of dialed in nutrition, dialed in uh, stress on my body to add yeah. that pound of muscle mass. Now, for me to add strength in the next 12 weeks, I could get it inside the four weeks, inside a four-week block, um, relatively quickly at the age of 30. Now, this is where I really like this comparison. You try to train for aesthetics or try to add muscle 
it's harder to do the older that you get. Aye. And, right? It's just Aye. as simple as that. But I can take anyone, no matter what age they are, what their experience is, and I can get them stronger inside of four weeks. Absolutely. Different lifts, different movements, mobility. Like there's so much different things that you can do. But strength being the main measure of success, it has to be one of the best things most of us can do. Aesthetics is great. I'm not. I'm not denying it. Like it does. It uh, feels mate, good to be in see, great shape. My aesthetics are done. I, 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 you do. Like um, my, my <coughs> mentality. Like I don't tie it fully to that, but I know my body image is done. I don't look the same. Well, here's here's where your mind's fucking me more. You're not lifting. You're not. Create, you're not creating that stimulus of strength. Mm. So the way you see yourself is differently. I know. You don't look much different, mate. Like no, I mean, I don't you, look might, much you might feel a wee bit softer because you're no. I know I'm definitely a wee bit softer. Do you know what I mean? Aye. So I'm softer because obviously I'm not using them. But two sessions, you're back to it, aye, aye. and that's because that's that's a good point to make actually with the foundations of strength aye, aye. comes back relatively quick. It does. It does. Um, and I know that, but that's what I just thought about it, and I was like, see, the actual routine of strength training is the is the the best goal. part. It's the goal. It's the best part. <laughs> it makes you feel amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you know that way? It does. Knowing that you're, oh, I've got three strength training sessions planned, oh, I've hit them, oh, I've done well, great. Do you know what I mean? Have I got stronger? Even better. Even fucking better. But I look, but I look back to 2021 and I go, why at that point did I feel so good? And it's because I was consistent with what it's I said. Yeah, I yeah. was consistent with what I said. That's it. Yeah. There, was no, there was nothing else different. It's no like the new is, I can't do that. But I was like, why at that point? Why is everything so smooth and good? Because I was what, still working hard. I was still doing this and doing that. And I came up against other things. But it was just the consistency and knowing I was getting stronger. Like slowly but surely. Yeah. And that is the best <clears throat> feeling on the planet. And when you're consistent, you look in the mirror and you go, I fucking like what I see. Yeah. Do you know that way? Could it be better? Maybe. I... But I feel fucking good. Do you know what I mean? And I, I, I just, that's when I was watching the powerlifters, I go, they feel fucking really good right now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They push their bodies to a limit where most people in the gym won't. Yeah. But <clears throat> getting really strong for where, where you've been and then that first big deadlift, it feels fucking amazing. It's so empowering, man. It feels amazing. I, I, I forget that deadlifting to me was one of the most challenging exercises to get. I remember my pal trying to teach me an aquatech back in the day. He's like, stick your bum out, do this. And I was like, this exercise is shite. I was like, fuck this. Aye, aye. I'm going to my cable machines and all that. Aye, and aye. I circled back round to it like three or four years later. And I was doing it and I'm working on my technique. I'm working on my squat. Um, and then literally week in, week out, I'm like, oh, I wasn't even tracking my workouts. It was just... I had a good pulse on what I was doing, roughly. Probably yeah. was off a wee bit, but I'm doing a weight one week. And then the next week, I'm doing a wee bit more. And I'm like, oh, interesting. And then I, I, the good thing, I wasn't tracking my workouts, but I was following a programme that changed up the phase every four weeks. Aye. So in a way, that was my progressive overload. Uh, medium reps, higher reps, low reps. Aye. So you're, you're, you're changing the weight dramatically Aye. anyway. And I, that to me was quite, that was where I was like, fuck man, I was like, can I do this weight and then working on it um, and then see when you become a PT I don't know if you remember this but I used to be like I don't know if I can video this deadlift because it doesn't look perfect aye, aye, aye. and you're like oh people are going to be slagging me and this aye. is when I realised I was like man this is this is what trainers this is what training's about this is about 
helping people in their, their movement. And this is just one wee movement of hundreds, if not thousands, of different exercises that can be done. Um, but I, so I actually retract powerlifting to me, isn't it? I don't think that is the heavy metal guys. I think that's more the the we high school kids now. Aye, aye, the aye. the powerlifters, high school kids. That's how I see them. Um, anime geeks, gamers, <laughs> bodybuilders, definitely drug dealers. Strongman, I think, is more heavy metal. That is, that is, that, I'm that's, the fucking king, queen, the that's, whatever. That's a different level. Out my way. Aye, 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 aye. Crossfitters, what do you think they are? There you are. We rich, pompous kids. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> you're that, posh. I think I, you, you all went to uni. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. What about High Rocks? That's people who went to college. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they quite make it to university? You went to college and then knew you're wanting more for life and you've signed up to High Rocks <laughs> thinking you're an athlete. Ah, oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, I carry the Olympic weightlifting, so I'll do High Rocks. What about uh, proper like hybrid training, like Ironmans, oh, marathons? I, I actually don't know. Keltmans. I don't know what it takes to you get there. It's insane. We need to get Christian was reaching out. He wants to come back on because he's, he? he's not met you in that. Nah, I, I think it'd be I, good no, to, 100%. Do, to do. I don't a know what it takes to get there, but like I, I'm reading things. I'm like, how the fuck do these people? Ultra do endurance. This? How do these people? I, I, I said hybrid this? there. I didn't mean hybrid. Aye, aye. Ultra endurance. Ultra Thank endurance. you. Just how do they do that, man? It's military, isn't it? Aye, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like in, there's something in here broken <laughs> that has to be I broken. <laughs> but I was reading. When people do these like a thousand mile races, they sleep an hour a night. It's it's they incredible. Run the how? <laughs> how? Flow how? How are they do, doing this? Do they talk about flow state in the book? So they do, but the thing is, people, it's all all they do pain management. How much pain can you endure? People have literally killed themselves from over exercising. Mm-hmm. The, the, the cause of death do, was over exercise. Like I say. Rom, but toy, how would you call it? Where your muscle, you create too much stimulus and your muscle can't recover. It ends up eating away itself and you can die from it. I know what you're talking Rom- about. I can't mind oh, exactly what it's it. called. Um, but it's not, like, like your body's, like that's why you go, that, so that's the why you go run, right? And you get tired. But if a bus was going to hit you, you could run half the road, right? Because your body's went, right, we're tired now, but we have more in us. That's why we save it. You save it for that fight or flight state. Yeah. Whereas these people, can bypass that and more and more and more. Like pain is nothing to them, and they're also really fast. Oh, it's crazy. They're also I really just, fucking fast. I was just looking up at stats. See the London Marathon. Mm-hmm. I thought it was crazy. So every one in eighty thousand people who finish the marathon die. Die. Aye. So it's insane. That's not even that's a that's twenty six miles. Aye. So. It's insane, like because they're pushing their body to uh, what? What's it called? What's the races called? Like just ultra marathon, ultra type marathon. Of? So see what it says in the book, which is crazy. You think about it, right? When, when do they die? In the race. When do they die? What in the race? Aye, when do they die? What time? What point? It's the last bit, isn't it? Usually, they 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 die after they pass the finish line. Or do they? Mm-hmm. So. Aye, purpose. If people collapse, it's either at the finish line or just after the finish line. No one collapses like a mile away. Do you know what I mean? There's something towards reaching a goal that your body is able to push further. And that's why I'm going to be a bit hard on the goal setting because I was reading that and I was like, that's true. 
their body collapses at the finish line. It doesn't collapse a mile before, two miles before, three miles before. Do you know what I mean? And MD who they might stop, but they'll survive one hundred percent if they stop a good bit of four. That's like people who are just know that fit. I don't know. It's it's hard to get a stat here, but something must have happened in the China Ultra Marathon twenty twenty one. Twenty one runners died in extreme weather conditions. Right. Um and the organizers have been sentenced two years in prison from the role that they stated, so they must have been putting on a I didn't really think about that. Like, imagine organising an event, right? People want this crazy fucking extreme event. Fuck the weather, fuck this. You've put an event on, people die in it, and I, I guess everybody's got health and safety that they need to adhere to. Uh, but people die in it, and then you get sentenced to jail for it. Man, that's insane. Should look into free diving, mate. That's in the book. Free diving? Free diving. So you dive as far down in the sea as you can. Oh, I've been doing a rabbit hole with these on YouTube. Mate. Because you get you get the that effects is, of being drunk when you get to a certain level of pressure. But you also because your oxygen levels, nitrogen levels, is in your brain disappear. <laughs> so before they, they see before they get to the top, they blank out, <laughs> right? So if they get to the top, they're lucky. Uh, like they're actually risking death every time they do it. Mm. But they say like they go into the actual flow state where it's either life or death at the end. Uh, but the, is that not what they say about the front part of your brain? The frontal lobe. It doesn't operate the same way because um, have you ever seen the film Free Solo? I think we spoke about this before. No, no, no. But he does like this. Um, is it what's it called? Is it Free Solo? Can't remember the name. But he he free climbs the face, the smooth face in the Yellowstone somewhere. I think it is, right. and uh, he's planning it for months and months. He tries it, attempts it, doesn't do it, and then he goes for a second attempt in it. I can't remember how long he's up there. I want to say like 30 days, 30 to 60 days, like this climb's taking me, he's camping on the side of it, all this different things. And he eventually gets it, right? And there's a camera crew at the top and this guy climbs up the top of this and at the top he's just like, turns around and it's almost as if Doesn't he, care? he shrugs his shoulder and then that's it. And you can see, like, to your point, like, when do people die? More likely towards the end, if not the last, like, after they finish. And it's it's because of that that drive, that ambition. Like, that must be terrifying to continuously stimulate because you've got... How do you... Once you do something crazy, how do you continue to do something crazy? There's only... You know what I mean? With an ultramarathon, you're literally tied to running longer. <laughs> aye, aye. It's the only thing you can do. Aye. Run longer, run in extreme conditions. Aye, aye. They're the, they're run, the only run two. A bit <laughs> they're the only two things that you can scale that with. Aye, aye, um, yeah. So for me, I'm choosing my feet as strength because to me, that's. Uh, I think you can you, you can do strength till you're a lot older. Absolutely, but you can also change the way that your strength, strength is gained. Aye, aye. Um, I'd see that. Um, I showed you that guy's page, the Asian guy, where he's doing like these weird. Movements, crazy amount of strength. Now that's not something you go, "Oh, what's your deadlift, mate?" He's like, "It's not impressive, Tim." But he's doing like negative fucking chin ups, uh, negative uh, tricep pushes with eighty kilo on him. And I'm like, right, okay, strength strength is relative to Whoever. different movements. And yes, like squats, deadlifts, overhead press, they're still some of the most fundamental movements everyone can learn from, but this is where it gets fun and you start putting challenges into your balance, into the Aye. pistol squat, into 
like the Turkish get-ups, kettlebells, like there's some things that I definitely want to explore a wee bit more of for sure. See, the thing is, physical strength will give you mental strength. If you're like pushing to a limit, mm. then you've got, you'll get that mental strength because it's, it's hard. How are you going to balance the powerlifting aspect with entrepreneurship, growing your business? That's honestly the hardest thing for me right now. That is. Training. I'm, I'm actually noticing it more because I've signed up to an event and um, Jill's birthday. Just life events. It's not even, it's not even I, I wish they weren't here. It's just this is life. And I think these athletes that you see at the top, you go, oh, I want that lifestyle. And then you realise, imagine not prepared to hard, sacrifice. Mate. Like I'm not. I, I would never want to sacrifice Joe's birthday. I would never want to sacrifice not looking after my clients or not taking on or not doing podcasting because I'm going. I'm going to be so selfish towards my goal, and nothing else matters. I was thinking about this a lot, to be honest. And I was like, right, what point in life am I? Where do I want to be? You're a wee bit older, right? Um, I was like, I think I'm going back into my selfish phase. No for no for clients, no for building a business, but for everything else. I think I'm gonna like knuckle down and like make that a prior make that a priority. Yeah. Two priorities, my life, grow my business and grow my training. That's my two priorities and that's where everything will be centered around. I need to plan it better. Um I'll still use my Sundays to do things people. That's it. Do you know what I mean? But I think I, I, I need to be selfish because I've not achieved what I want to achieve. And there's, there's ne- I can't deny it anymore. I was watching them and I was like... I said I would do that. Aye, I said I would do that and I'm nowhere near that now. And it's going to take me a little bit to build that back up and I want to be there. I don't, I like, it's like, if you ask me why, I just want to. Because I know when I was watching them, that's where I want to be. Knowing that stage, like that stage specifically, but I want to be doing that. I want to be going, I'm getting up to be there because I told... 2020 me or 2020 me man says you're not going back to that gym mate why would you ever go back to that gym do you know what I mean because I remember going back into that gym that's how everything hit me I was like was I meant to come here this week because I was like 2021 James says no point going back to that gym mate because you're a big skinny bastard like you're 63 kilo everybody's going to laugh at you and everybody did everybody did laugh at me at first because I'd lost everything do you know what I mean? I'd lost every bit of weight that I'd ever had. I was going into the gym and I was squatting 90 kilo for like two reps. Half reps. Uh, probably. <laughs> and uh, deadlifting like 120 kilo. That's what I started on in 2021. And then I was following powerlifters. And I was like, that looks really fun. I'd really enjoy that. And I was like, re- re- getting right into it. And then when I started PT, like, you day, mate, you need to build your business. You need to make sure that... Are you, you digress a wee bit? I, you need to digress because... If you don't digress, you're going to be a tra- very boring trainer. Do you know that way? A very boring trainer. I'd take a crossfit and go, nah, I'm never training you. I don't want to train you. But it's fun. But then I was watching them. I go, I've kind of missed the point why I, tra- why I train. No, why I train other people, why I train. That's why I train. I've, I, I, I know you probably feel the same way if you maybe went to a bodybuilding show. They might like that sparking you, or you might go to a powerlifting show, uh, or you said, might do high rocks and go, this is actually really fucking class. Uh, I said I said this to you before, the, the whole, I did want to do an hour bodybuilding show, and I was really thinking about it, and the appeal for an aesthetic-based show, it's why I get into this, but the the more I'm in this, the, the less interested I'm in it, being truthful. Like, the more you're in high rocks? No, the, the more I do, I train clients, the more <laughs> I, I really... 
dive deep into programming, I dive deep into, like, I don't know, I, I think the wake-up call has generally been reading that thing that says 30 to 45 pounds of muscle mass on a lifetime of, of lifting. And then, see when, see when you actually really boil that down, because I'm doing a show, yes, to get the hype and get the attention and take my body to an, an extreme but you also want to fucking win. Like, truthfully, like, that's that's where the insecurities have came for me in the past. Like, right. I'm doing that. I want to be, because in my friend group, I'm the most lean, I'm the leanest guy there. Yeah. When I'm out at family parties, I'm getting compliments. Oh, look at you hitting the gym and that. And, and that's feeding, feeding my insecurities more and more. Right. And I go to this show and I get finished last. It just, it, it, it then go, I'm not good enough. I then go yeah. down a rabbit hole of, right. like, where... Did you come last? Um, I go... Was it third? I got third, but there was only three people in the category. There was one of them that's ah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, I was in great shape. Like looking back at it, I can look at it very objectively and go, "I started there, I finished there." Fucking hell, that's crazy. Ah, that transformation no is is crazy. I in the time I'm like, oh, that was a good sense of achievement. I pig out my diet, I do X, Y, Z. But I think about all that. But there was a lot of sacrifice that went into that, and I'll never change it for the world because it's it plays you. into the mindset that I have today. It plays into the 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 approach that I have to training and it also actually led me down the path to finding out more about training. Aye. So I was very stubborn. Aye. Chest day, back Aye. day. Simple. You have to do this. Simple. This is the only way. Mm-hmm. Looking at the deadlifts because my, my one biased ex- uh, experience was, nah, this is shit. But it wasn't that it was shit. I was shit at it. And we're always staying our we stay in our lane that we're most comfortable with. So for me, like it was it was aesthetics and now doing high rocks, doing different movements running like it's really uncomfortable to do i'm like oh, this is this is a bit shit it's like no you're going you're going for it you're sticking Aye. to it um try so we'll see we'll see where it lands up I, I would always like to box off everything i'd like to box off so i'm boxing off high rocks i want to box off a powerlifting competition because i set that as a goal when i set bodybuilding as well um i'd like to learn how to snatch only from the point of the technical ability that it takes to do that is so fucking complex that I would never want to be a teacher of s- teaching people how to do that. Because it'd be very difficult. Mo- most people don't need to. Like the risk versus reward to me doing sport, it, mate. It's not a. It's a sport. Ah, it's it's Olympic lifting, isn't aye, it? And, aye, it's like um, I, I, to me, I'm like, okay, that's impressive. And then the last thing which I've I kind of tried to do a bit of, but. Again, I just half-arsed it was calisthenic type of stuff, like a lot of bodyweight strength, but it's no, it's no bodyweight strength. I actually am very fascinated with balance and coordination, mm. and that's the most important. I don't want to go on bars and all that sort of stuff. Like It's more the bodyweight stuff that, that, that I'm watching that guy, and I'm like, oh, that's, it's cool. that's actually quite cool and it's impressive. Cool. I, um, and I think with that phased approach, trying a bit of everything, programming it correctly, learning about the program side, I think that's going to make me, one, a better coach, better trainer, but I actually think that will give me a better outlook to health and fitness, and it'll keep me, it'll keep me sane, it'll keep me, it'll keep me good as well, as long as I don't have the approach that I did back in my early bodybuilding days, saying, this is everything, this is the be all and end all, yeah. and I think everyone will fall into that trap with CrossFit, with powerlifting, with bodybuilding, with high rocks, it becomes the whole identity, Aye. and, I think if you're not a trainer, you can get away with that. What? I think if you're not a trainer, you can get away with like CrossFit is the only thing because you go, you go and you love it. But then what happens? An injury comes up, Aye. and your 
you're broken because you can't do the thing that you love. And don't start. No, but yeah, it's true. Aye. It's true. Like if you stay like so pigeon, I couldn't communicate this before because I didn't know how to explain it. But mm. I'm starting to realise that if you stay so pigeonholed in your own lane, something, something that life is going to throw something at you. You might get away with it forever, right? But there is a high probability that life will throw a curveball and it will take you out that lane. And if that's your own only identity, it's, it becomes a new mental challenge to then overcome. And I'm, I've seen that with you. <laughs> Mate, I've been seen, broken. Aye. I think that's like, that's another reason why I have been so broken because yeah. I'm like, I've, I've lost all confidence because mm. as a coach, as a trainer, I'm not able to properly train. And um, I've actually hurt myself so much that it did actually take so much of my ability away. Yeah. And it's like, right, well, you've not just hurt your knee, you've hurt your bicep, you've hurt your left hand, right? So you can't use your left side, you can't use your right side, you can only use your left side of here, and you can deal with mobility. That hurt. Do you know that way? I was doing, I was doing all that, I was doing all the rehab stuff. And I, I, I still doing it. I'm like, this hurts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That this hurts and then I was doing the course and he was like every single person after sports specific training should have non-sports specific training every single person all the time and I was like this makes sense because I went we've been stressed with a couple of things whether it's business relationships and went back into normal training time and time again and my body went no happening mate yeah do you know what I mean that's why I get injured it's good that I know but man it hurts it's learning curve so it actually hurts so fucking much. Aye, and that, that's to guess the one dangerous thing about pushing strength and powerlifting. If you stay in that lane, Aye. for me, I stayed in the lane of bodybuilding, so it was it was more body fat, less body fat. Aye. That's the two in the front, ultimately. That's what it hurts. Now, can you end yourself? Yes, but let's be honest, it's not to the same extreme because it's all cable tension, machine tension, a wee bit of compound stuff, but nothing drastic. Yeah. So my lane, when I was in that, that was my identity, and I came away from that, and I gained a bunch of weight back on. Yeah. I started feeling insecure. I started doing X, Y, and Z. But that led me down the path of I need to do something different. Found a podcast, started listening to their podcast, them talking about I them talking about focusing on strength. And I'm like, never really focused on strength. So then I did. And this is me going from ultra shredded on stage to gaining a bunch of weight and looking like the, the fucking the year that I committed to it was for nothing. Because if you look at the before, the after, the after after. You'd be like, what the fuck's happened? Like, all aesthetics are gone. Held my size, my shape, because of muscle mass, like, doesn't just deteriorate. I was still no, training. No. But I was like, right, okay, let's let's focus on this strength thing. What the fuck is strength? Um, squat. I've never really done squats. Try to do squats. Oh, that's hard. Learning about mobility. And that put me on this different path. That then I was going down and then started to realise I'm, I'm, I'm hitting bench once. I'm, I'm hitting a pressing movement two or three times a week over these full body days. What the fuck is full body training? Aye. And then seeing my, my physique change and I'm like, how? I thought the only way to change your physique was bodybuilding. Body and you'll, you'll see the same thing. You'll probably go, how am I actually a wee bit stronger? Because my I'm feeling good. I'm, my joints, my mobility is good. I'm now strengthened areas in my body that weren't getting strengthened by staying in that one lane. And that's why I, I guess in the past my ego was, nah, this is the best way to train and reality is you cherry pick bits from everything else and identify your weaknesses and apply it. That's what it is. That's what you need to know what your weaknesses are. You need to know yeah. what your clients' weaknesses are. You need to work on it for there. Beginners, they don't need 
a lot of I used to, it's honestly like throwing shit at the wall see what <laughs> sticks yeah, within reason within I reason it's, it's like get a squat pattern get a hip pinch pattern teach that do you know what I mean yeah, and then say like what's happening oh, my, my hip's a wee bit tight here right okay we need to strengthen hip flexors your glutes your hamstrings so like, nice and simple uh, you start then get to programming it Aye. in a more effective way I'd I would say the injury was meant to happen at the time it happened it does because I was in a decent place training a wee bit stupidly right and it's went right cool learn <laughs> learn the hard way that's yeah. what it's done Learn the hard way, lose your confidence. Do you know what I mean? It's a whole journey itself. <laughs> <laughs> Body fat, I don't know. I don't know what's up, don't know what's done. Obviously, I've lost two kilo. Um, my body image is fucking horrendous. Um, underconfident because of that. Like, I'm no like me because I'm not able to be me because I'm like, well, that was your identity. I like, but I don't feel good in my body. Do you know what I mean? Like, my body doesn't feel good. And my mind feels alright, but my body doesn't feel good, so I can't be like me. And uh, then I'm like training with no intensity. Do you know what I mean? It's more meditation, mate, than the stuff I'm doing. It's like, right, I need to do this for a minute. I need to make sure I'm moving. It's no easy, but it's no hard. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's more. Different. It's actually yeah, it's, a it's mental a toughness more than anything. I actually loved my mobility days. <laughs> Seeing the performance program I done in the past, it was like heavy training Monday. It was like mobility Tuesday and Wednesday and Saturday and it was with that dowel, the, the stick out there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all band stuff, it was weird movements and I'm like... What is this? But it made it easy to do. Because ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was easy to do. I was like, all right, okay, I'll see if there's any benefit to this. And I was like, I feel great. Aye. I actually feel good from this. And that's your that's your journey with that. That's what you need to go through. I know you've got that addictive personality that needs the that stimulation and that stress. Yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. I think that's probably the best thing for you today because it, to show you that you don't need anything, you need to sort of be a bit of a blend of everything. Aye. No, it has. It has. That's why I, when I bought that course, I was like, right, like, we've spoke about that before, doing this and that, but here's like a specific way to bring your fitness back up. Yeah. And it's like talking about like, you need to have like high fitness levels to no get injured as well. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. Ah, good, good. So I there you have it. Have stick to strength goals. Strength goals is the is. is the way forward. And strength isn't a strong deadlift, strong squat, no. strong over press. Strength is a stronger you Aye. and different planes of motion. Why what you were before? Aye. Like what were you yesterday? You were a bit stronger today. And this is the biggest thing about strength training, especially you're not going to get stronger every single day, but you're stronger a month later. Mm. That strength training teaches you teaches you the gratification. Yeah. The problem with bodybuilding is you've you end up getting body dysmorphia very quickly because you're like looking at yourself every day, mm. right? With strength training, you end up getting slight strength dysmorphia. But then if you go, I'm not meant to progress this week because I'm, I'm, I've am i been training really fucking hard. It's like programmed out. Aye, aye, aye. And that delayed gratification is there's no better feeling. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's a journey in itself, realising that you don't need to progress. That's what, so the, the client that messaged me something nice, I was like, see this programme? You're going to be going up and ending, and then up and ending, and then up and ending. And she's like, right, I'm going to go on day 90 again. I was like, no, you're not. Mm. You can't. I was like, look how hard that 90 was last time. She's like, I know it was hard. I was like, well, it's going to be even harder this time. You might not even get it. I was like, we could take it back. And she's like, right, I get it. She's like, it's weird, but I get it. Yeah. And then she was like, that session was fucking great. I was like, that's why. And see, next time you're going to be able to go up and then go way past what you were. Aye, you're applying a better approach. Aye, aye. A- applying a better approach.
approach. Um, no, nah, good, good. Well, to, to wrap this off, mate, I think uh, don't let the dark, don't let the few dark days that either you or anyone listening to this define what your life's like. Because I think that's the that's no, an important no. thing that you look back because you're like eleven days of hell, and it's like. No really, you showed up to the birthday party, did you have fun? You were like, ah, that was dead no, wholesome. Was fucking, aye, aye. Did we, we went to the run, I was like, ah, there's a wee bit of buzz there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've podcasted, you train clients, and um, for you guys listening, like, ah, you might look back and say, I've had a shit week. Mm. That is, that's why I asked you if you'd been doing your habits. I was like, you're writing three things that you're grateful for the day. Aye. And it, it's no, it's hard to do. It's hard to do because you look back, you do that as, as your exercise, look back at the 11 days. Fuck the fuck the low points. What what's been the good? And sometimes you need a good circle of friends, as you said, around you to bring that into your life and identify or solidify that. Yeah, it's not that it's not as bad as what you think. Like Aye. you're you're in it's hard because you're in the mud. You're in the dark. Aye, I don't think a lot of people have that. I know, is it? And that's the that's the sad, Aye. sad thing. Aye, that's the, that's the problem that I see big time. I'm but you, I think so most fucking lucky, mate. So fucking lucky. And see, saying that though, I think anyone listening to this might not feel like you've got that circle. But I know for a fact, if the people you have in your friend circle, if you did reach out to them, aye, they would be there. Most people have had. I, I like to think everyone has a bit of kindness in them that they would show. Like, might not give you the answers or that be the year that you land in, but talking to someone is better than talking to nobody. You know Simon Sinek, mm. he's big on that kind of thing, mm. and he uses the eight minute like rule. And it's like, can I speak to you for eight minutes? And he knows if his mate says that to him, he needs to get something off his chest, right. and he just needs to be there. Yeah. And uh, the thing I'll end on is yesterday, I said to my other mate, I was like, I need a cuddle. I was like, I need a hug. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'll admit, admit it. And I was like, I'm going to ask Dale for a hug. <laughs> I was like, this is another barrier. Like, I would never do that. I was like, before I'd been like, what a fucking gimp. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Estrogen levels are high. Estrogen <laughs> levels are high. They are. The testosterone. I can actually feel the test. Low as fuck. That's another reason why I need to go back. But they're not always going to be high. Nah. Sometimes going to kick in. I came in and I was like, I'm all doing it. <laughs> do you know that way? And I was like, yeah, can I get a hug? And it was so fucking empowering right. to be that vulnerable. Because you need to be, you can't be, this is the problem with macho masculinity. Aye. Like, it's like, ah, that's gimpy, that's that. And it's their first, like, don't get me wrong, it's their first instinct to think that way. But um, as a a brother, a friend, like, I want to be there for the, the people around me. And, and we're, a, we're emotional creatures and it feels good to just... Let it out. <laughs> Let it out. And then you feel better and you get back on track quicker. Instead yeah. of fighting demons in your own mind. It's weird because you see like we stupid soppy films all the time and it's like the like the <laughs> oh can I get uh, what is that I'm thinking of? It's like it's usually like chick flicks and all that. And it ends up being in. Um and the the hugging is like, oh it's like it's the comfort, it's the it's known that you're not alone. I guess that's that what, it, what it, it symbolises more than anything. I said to Sam yesterday, I said, see my female clients, they prove to me why they do so well. Because I was thinking about it, I was like, what, how come? How come my clients can get this quicker than I can? Right. That's because they can... Affectionate. No, no, but they just go, struggle with this. Yeah, yeah, or they this. can talk about it, yeah. Aye, aye, they just get it. 
I say that uh, that's the difference between guys and women. Uh, guys will go, I can fix it myself. Women go, I would rather. It's not even that. I don't think it's they can fix it. It's it's the ego in, in ourselves to go. I don't need help. This is just me. I need to do sure. this for me. Aye, aye, aye. It's not that. It's not that we think we can fix it. It's like I'm not being a gimp and fucking opening up about this. It's genuinely some of the thought processes that can go through our minds. And the biggest thing, like I said about vulnerability, because we spoke about vulnerability and what is vulnerability before we go, because we we will end here. True vulnerability is no saying I've had a shit day or I'm having a shit time. True vulnerability is saying this is happening. I'm going to fix it. This is how I'm going to fix it. I just want to, I just want to talk. Yeah. Right? That's what true vulnerability is. It's no putting the pressure on our person mm-hmm. to help you fix it. It's just be there for me. I'm going to fix it though. Yeah. Because you need to be strong enough to fix it at the same time because there's no point if you can't. Yeah. Because you're just putting it on somebody else. That's what I used to do. Mm. I used to go, right, here's my problem. I'm having a shit life, blah, 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 blah. Let's go and take drugs again. Let's talk about it. Aye. Do you know what I mean? No, it's, I'm going to fix this. But I can't need to talk somebody. Aye, I need, I need to let out it. Aye, aye. Uh, good, good. Right, let's wrap things up there. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. Uh, we hope you have a great day and we will see you guys on the next one. <laughs>